What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 31 of the E2B2 podcast. My name is Brandon Thomas. With me always is... Dad. Dad, Evan J. Thomas. <laughs> and Brandon, how you doing today? Pretty good. It's Sunday morning. We actually are doing the show the day after we watched the movie that we saw last yep. night. And Brandon finally decided to do the intro for the show. Yep. 31 episodes in, and he finally has the cojones, the, 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 the coconuts to do the intro to the E2B2 podcast. And Amazing. how did he do? I think he did really good. Fine. He did fine. He usually does better on the uh, rejoins. Rejoins. But, you know, we'll, we'll we'll take what he can do. And, you know, he's got to mold himself into it. It is what it is. It is what it is. So we, today, we have a few little uh, things that we're going to be reviewing. One, the first one is going to be the first segment. We're going to be talking about Cradle to the Stage. That is another music documentary featuring... Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl <laughs> of the Foo Fighters and his mother, Virginia Grohl. They did a little uh, series that's on Paramount Plus that we started watching yesterday that is amazing, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. It dropped actually on uh, Mother's Day, like a couple, two weeks, was that a week ago? Yep. It was a week ago. And then the second segment of the show, we're going to be reviewing the movie Stowaway, which is on Netflix. It's a Netflix-based movie, and it stars Anna Kendrick. But we're going to start off the show today talking about what's new with us and the coolest thing, coolest, most interesting thing that happened to us in the past week or so. Yeah. So, Brandon, what is new with you? You have how many days left of school now? I, uh, what, like 16, 17 days? So, three weeks. Yeah, I have this, I have the the upcoming week, the week after that, I think some of the week after that, I have no idea, but I I have two weeks definitely, and at least a little bit than two weeks. That's awesome. And um, we finally made an agreement yesterday that we are going to where? North Carolina. North Carolina on uh, July 4th weekend. Yeah. So we're going to be finally going down to see his grandma, grandpa, my mom and dad, for the first time since uh, Christmas of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, a year and a half. I thought it was 2020. No, not 2020. No, it was 2019 last year. to 2020. That was the last 2019 year. to 2020. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 2021. Um, so, Brandon, what is the coolest thing, most interesting thing that happened to you in the past week or so? So, I, there was something I remember, but I can't remember what <laughs> it was. <laughs> something I don't remember, but I knew happened. But I can't say what it was because I forgot. Okay. So the next best thing or the most interesting thing or coolest thing is me biking three days last week, biking 21 miles, 17.5 miles, and 16 miles. In that order, or did it go 16, 17, then 21? No, it was seven, 17.5, 21 uh, and then it was 16. 16, gotcha. 16 was Friday. Look at so. you, getting, getting some uh, wheels out there and uh, enjoying the... Actually, the weather wasn't that good last week. It was kind of chilly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was chilly uh, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It did get a little nicer. Yeah, and reason I didn't go for most of the week uh, beforehand and the last the week before that is because it was a lot windy. Oh, very, very windy. windy. And I'm... If, if there's wind going against me constantly, like strong wind, I will not be biking. Like, if I, if it's I not sen- fun. Yeah, if I sense, like, the strongest amount of wind heading towards my, in my direction or against me, I'm just not going to stop biking, just turn around and go back. So, but 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday had good weather. I think it was Wednesday that had somewhat, like, just somewhat windy weather. Okay. And you know how you're always biking and you turn, like, you're going against the wind, you turn around, and you're still going against the wind somehow? That, <laughs> like, somehow the wind just hates you? Just so, That was Wednesday, but Wednesday that, wasn't that That's bad. usually my uh, rides with Brandon, is the wind's always going against me, so my crappy bike and his good one, I'm, like, lagging behind. Either that yeah, or I'm just I, old. I turn left, it's windy, turn left again, it's windy, turn left again, it's windy, turn left again. <laughs> somehow it's converging in my area. It's just a little tornado just following you around <laughs> <laughs> and as for me the coolest thing that happened in the past week or so is actually two kind of things that happened a week ago uh my lady friend heather and i went to bop and grill it's a restaurant bop. slash uh bar, it's bar and grill kind of like a bar and grill that was on diners drivers and dives and it's actually in the city it's out in chicago off sheridan road so her and i took the uh almost hour trek out there to go have this amazing burger and some kimichi fries, which were freaking amazing as well. But yeah, an hour there, an hour back, and then basically an hour in 50 degree weather, just kind of wandering downtown. Kind of not at that fun outside. And then yesterday, uh, Brandon, myself, Heather, and Devin all went to Kuma's Corner in Schaumburg, Illinois, which was the first time I've been to that location. But if anybody who knows who what Kuma's Corner is, it's a rock metal uh, restaurant. Yeah, and it's um, has rock metal music. Has in the background. rock metal music, kind of noise, decor, a lot of noise in the background, a lot of stuff like that. But all the uh, food is named after bands. Yeah. So, one the burger I got was called the Mastodon, which is actually a band I've photographed before. So, mm-hmm. name dropper I am. And uh, Brandon ended up getting the Kuma's famous. Mr. Kuma's famous. But so what, was, what we did was we decided to split the burger between each other. So we tried. You try one new burger. I think was you said. Was Mastodon new cheese? Yeah. Okay, so you would try one new burger, and I tried two new burgers. So it's a win-win. Yeah, so the Mastodon burger was uh, just a regular patty with barbecue um, sauce on it with bacon and uh, those charred onion things on it, which was awesome. And then Brandon's had, like, bacon and a fried egg and tomato and all that stuff, too. I thought my burger was awesome. Yes, I, th- I liked the Mastodon a lot better, but I did like the Kuma's Famous, which was pretty yeah. good. But I'd, I, I'm i going to not be basic, and I'm going to get the Mastodon instead of the... Yeah, and I think next time I regular. might go with something else. They have the Metallica, they have the Slayer, they had a couple other ones. I can, can't remember We can the do that split thing. Exactly. So next time we go, we're going to do another split. And so that was basically the coolest thing that happened to us in the past week or so. The yip yap is going off again. <clears throat> Little yip yap dog in the background. <laughs> Hopefully you guys can't hear that, but that dog is annoying as hell in this apartment complex. Um, so Brandon and I are going to talk about the TV show that we just found out yesterday mm-hmm. and watched episode one because there's only two episodes out currently on Paramount Plus, which I ended up paying five ninety nine for just a. Five ninety nine four, not four, not the number four. <laughs> five nine nine. Five ninety nine to watch the show because I wanted to check it out. But it's uh, produced by Dave Grohl and directed by and starring and him and his mom Virginia. And it's a basically it's a book that was started from his mom Virginia Grohl, and it's based on the critically acclaimed book blah 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 blah. And it's stories from the mothers who rocked and raised rock stars. 
And the one episode we watched yesterday was with the uh, lead singer of Imagine Dragons, Dan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And his story, it's an hour long. And what an amazing story. Yeah, it had a lot of... A lot of content in that story. I had a lot of stories, a lot of... There was a lot of content in that yeah. hour-long show. The intro had a lot. The middle had a lot. The end had a lot. Had, had and a lot. so much I learned about him and his family and the band that I never knew about. And Imagine Dragons is one of those bands. They came out about nine years ago or so. And they were quite popular. And all of a sudden they've blown up really big. A lot of people don't like them because they're not considered... A lot of people don't consider them rock music. But they have their own kind of sound. Yeah. So it's like they're trying something new that people are enjoying because they're selling out shows whenever they play. Wouldn't it be alternative rock? It, it, it would be considered people, alternative Yeah, rock. people would call them alternative <clears throat> Yeah, I hate throwing a genre on stuff sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes not not all music fits in one little... But they do They do have some, you know, there's some tracks that play in the background that has some hip-hop kind of sounds yeah. to it and stuff like that. And they sell out their shows, and I haven't seen them live yet, but I hear that their live show is absolutely amazing. So I definitely would love to see them sometime. One day. Some, someday. Yeah, one day. <laughs> someday it'll happen. And uh, for me, though, watching this episode yesterday, um, like I said, it was an hour long. I swear the last five minutes I just bawled like a freaking baby. Yeah. Literally bawled like a baby at the end because it was, it was, it was moving, as I would say. Yeah. <clears throat> and even Brandon said he was moved by it, too. Moved. Not like I was, but not. I was, I wasn't. It was. It got me, but I wasn't crying. But it was. I was moved. I mean, I was crying to the point where Brandon had to console me. <laughs> That's how bad I was crying. I mean, I, I literally ugly cried for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make fun of yourself. I can make fun of myself because it happened. Oh, I, and when I make fun of you, you and you are like, it's okay when I make fun of myself, but, but it's not, when, when not you... okay when I make fun of you. <laughs> exactly. Now you know how it works. <laughs> so, Brandon, if, if you were to um, rate the show on a, s <laughs> a scale from zero to five, 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 it's gonna be one of the. I think we gave a lot of stuff five before, but it's it's gonna add to the collection of five, <laughs> and add to the collection of what Dave Grohl made is a five five. So there's two fives made by Dave Grohl. So think about that. In the past two, three, three actually three fives. We had the live concert. We had the live concert too. That's right. Three fives. I think we just have a thing for Dave Grohl. I know I do. <laughs> I know Brandon does. Yeah, too. we're biased. We're very biased, and that's okay. We can be biased on our own, on our own show. Yeah, I can. I can. We can be biased on our own show. Yeah, we can. We can say the worst Star Wars movies five. Or, <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, yeah. the E2B2 podcast. You gotta give every Star Wars a five, or at least close to it. You don't have not, to. Not me. I'm going to give it a one. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Dave Grohl, Brandon gives it a 5.0 on the first episode. The second episode is Pharrell Williams, who did Happy and a couple other. He was in the band NERD, Nerd, stuff like that. Um, but we have to watch that one. But I'm going to also give it a solid five. I mean, it was that good. And it's another one of those music documentaries that it's, it's new school documentary. It, it talks a lot about, you know, mental health. Mm -hmm. That's what got me. Mental health and the family aspect of it and him trying to do something that everybody else in his family didn't do. Yeah. Because his family, nine kids in the family. 
Nine kids. Mormons all living brother, in Las Vegas. Eight of them are brothers. One of them is a sister. One of, one of them is a sister. And they're all, like, have great, amazing jobs. Like, what do they say? Lawyer. Lawyer. Doctor. Uh, doctor. Dentist. One, they've all were, like, valedictorians. You have the one guy who was a band manager of the uh, Killers who didn't give his brother a handout when he was asking for, you know, record labels and stuff like that. He said, no, you're not ready. You need to work it. And the one thing I said to Brandon about that, that's a dick move by the brother, but it's a smart dick move by the brother because yeah. he made him earn it. Yeah. And that's what I absolutely loved about that whole thing. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that what a dick he was for doing that. But then after he said it, he wasn't ready yet. But his brother knew that. So that was kind of cool that he let him, you know, yeah, grow, kind of fail but not fail, but yes. Learn, learn to succeed from failure. Correct. See, and that's something Brandon needs to learn. <laughs> well, you just fail all the time. You just now need to learn. Yeah, I... Uh, well, my whole life has I been go, failure. I, so <laughs> I go. go biking, I fall down, I keep falling down, I keep falling down, and then uh, I get homework, I throw in the trash, I give up. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So yeah, we watch, like I said, check it out from cradle to stage. It's on Paramount+. Plus. If you want to pay five ninety nine a month to do it, I did. You know, I could maybe give you a code. I got a couple people I could give it to. <laughs> so you can watch it along with us. But uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, we're gonna take a quick little break, and then Brandon and I will be back, and we will review the movie Stowaway, which we saw last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space based movie, Space. Uh, featuring Anna Kendrick and Tony Collette, and uh, we will be back here on the legendary. E2B2 podcast. See ya. Get ready to headbang like your life depends on it. Slow the f- down. Because you never know. It just might. Is that supposed to be? Listen to the world's hardest rock metal worldwide. God f- right. That's all you had to say. Let out all your anger and rage before it consumes you. Gorge Earth, mother. Rock hard with Evan J. Thomas. Thursdays at 6 Central, 7 Eastern. All right, now get your f- out the car. Hosted on Rock 98.9. Christian and Jason bring you the C&J Wrestling Show podcast, where the guys go in-depth on all things WWE, AEW, NXT, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan and NWA. Christian and Jason keep you posted on all current events and go in long discussions over wrestling history and look for special guests throughout the year. Get the CJ Wrestling Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and various podcast platforms. And make sure you follow the guys on Facebook at the CJ Wrestling Show. Welcome back to the E2B2 podcast. My name is Brandon Thomas, and as always, with me is Dad, Dad Evan J. Thomas, and we are back here, episode thirty-one of the E2B2 podcast. Segment one is in the books. Now we're on segment two, yep. where we're going to be talking about the movie Stowaway, which is a twenty twenty science fiction thriller film written by Joe. Did I say twenty twenty? Yeah, again? it's not twenty twenty. What the hell? You're dumb. Written by Joe <laughs> Penna and Ryan Morrison and directed by Penna. Film stars Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette. The film was released on Netflix and Prime Video on April twenty second, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So there you go. So we're gonna do a little spoiler alert here before yeah, we spoiler. get before we get into the actual review of the movie. Mm-hmm. So from here on out, people, it's on you. 
Alright, we are back. We are ready to do our review of the movie, 2021 movie, Stowaway, the science fiction thriller film starring Anna Kendrick. Brandon, what other uh, little uh, thing oh, did you have to say so before we start? If, before, if this movie will trigger flat earthers, if any of you are <laughs> a flat earther, um, hopefully not, but if you are, then don't, please, you'll get triggered. Because there's a spherical Earth, so don't worry. There is a spherical so Earth. So actually yeah. worry if you're a flyer fan. <laughs> so actually believe what's real yeah, this time, yeah. not the fake crap yeah. that's out there. All right, so the plot of the movie, we are going to kind of read through this a little bit. So the crew of the MTS-42, it's a two-year mission to Mars, consists of Commander... Marina. Marina Barnett, biologist David Kim, and medical researcher Zoe Levinson. After taking off from Earth, the upper stage of their launch vehicle is connected by 450-meter-long tethers to the ship's main hull, acting as a counterweight for inertia-based artificial gravity. Yeah, you didn't understand what any of that happened. I I knew nothing about it. Brandon is the one answering questions for me. You asked, oh, why do they have artificial gravity? And I was like, oh, because it inertia based artificial I don't know this stuff yeah but because you're dumb I'm not dumb I'm just not up to par with the newer stuff the the trendy stuff but you also you do a lot of stuff you do a lot of um, science science stuff with not just what you do in school but online online and outside of school which is really cool in my in my mind yeah so yeah, I had a lot of questions for Brandon actually throughout the movie. So shortly after takeoff, Barnett discovers launch support engineer Michael Adams, an accidental stowaway unconscious behind a panel in the ceiling. The crew begins to bond with him, but Barnett soon learns that Michael's body has been entangled with and an inadvertently destroyed a device which scrubs carbon dioxide from the air of the ship. Ouch. So that could look and be deemed as... Not good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you'll know, okay, get CO2 poisoning. CO2 poisoning. <laughs> so the crew are forced to use emergency lithium hydroxide canisters to scrub the CO2 from the air. However, the canisters can only sustain enough oxygen for two passengers. Barnett orders David immediately to cultivate algae experiment on the ship rather than at the Martian colony on Mars as planned. Only half of the algae survives, providing just enough oxygen for the third crew member. Without another oxygen supply, the crew of four will asphyxiate weeks before reaching Mars. Yeah. So we already have the demise of the crew because the one extra stowaway. Yeah. The one other thing, too, that I said about this was, will they even have enough food for everybody now that there's an extra body on uh, They probably the have enough like bonus food but I think there would still even be so up to this point Brandon what did you think about the start of the movie I mean and what we saw up to this point uh so the start it had the rocket launch that was um pretty interesting to watch and then what all the process happening but it was I'm gonna say and dad will agree with me it was pretty slow at the beginning but at least I still Stayed awake. <laughs> Shut up. And Here we go. <laughs> and I actually knew what was happening, and I didn't ask any dumb questions that I should have known. Anyway. But yeah, okay. Again, I will admit, I did fall asleep a few times through the movie because it did drag, and I was tired, and I was not feeling well. Oh. So, you know, I'm going to give the excuses. And at one point, I think Brandon even said, what did you just say? And I was making some weird noises when I fell asleep. Like, <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, he's like, what'd you say? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? What did I it's say? It's like when I'm sleeping, it was like, I'm doing a weird <laughs> clicking noise. <laughs> you said, I was like, I was like, sounding like a cassette tape. You sound like a cassette tape when you used to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So, alright, moving on with the uh, plot. Whew. Barnett asks Mission Control for a solution that will save all four passengers, but the only option an untested EVA to climb the tethers and recover liquid oxygen from the launch vehicle is deemed too risky. Barnett and David come to terms with sacrificing Michael, but Zoe convinces them to wait 10 days for Mission Control to think of another solution. So yeah, they were going to sacrifice Michael. They were basically going to inject him with something. So after three days, David explains the situation to Michael and offers him a painless lethal injection. Michael nearly takes his own life, but Zoe convinces him to hold out a little while longer. She insists on climbing the tethers to retrieve the liquid oxygen. David reveals the rest of the algae has died, leaving only enough oxygen for two. And then David agrees to join her out on the mission, the outside mission. So Zoe and David perform the EVA and fill two tanks, which would be enough to sustain two more passengers. However, deadly radiation from a high-energy solar flare forces them to leave one of the tanks behind. They make it back to the ship, but not before Zoe misses a step, which causes her to slide down those poles and and lose the the tank, tank. which drifts away into the atmosphere. No, the endless endless void. Endless void of Space. space. So meanwhile, the large tank is slowly leaking oxygen. After regrouping, the crew realizes that one person must ignore the radiation and retrieve the tank left behind on the first attempt so that the other three can survive. Marina must survive the pilot must survive to pilot the ship, but the other three all volunteer to make the sacrifice. When Zoe ultimately insists on doing it for herself, she manages to fill the tank and return the sh- to the ship. All right, we'll stop right there and we'll finish off in a few moments. What? I'm just going to say we're going to stop right there before the very ending of the movie. Oh. So how it ends. So we're going to wa- go talk about what went up to this point. Yeah. All right. So what did you think about that? The, the skywalk I thought was really cool. Yeah. So you said when is the loud scenes going to come back on? The no, I just scenes. said there needs to be something that kind of wakes people up. So loud scenes. Something. So you are ex. ex- Asking for action move, action stuff. Something. Something. So this was kind of like the action part of the movie where they're climbing the thing. And I will say that the visuals of the just the space in the background or whatever was very good. It was very good. We're not getting into the review thing part yet. But it was pretty slow until it got to the part where they were climbing the tethers, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so the very ending of the movie, so Zoe ends up succumbing to the radiation poisoning while outside by herself, and she spends her final moments outside the ship, gazing at Mars amongst the stars. That rhymes. Gazing at Mars amongst the stars. (gasps) Oh, Oh, yay! So, we want to get into the review? Yeah. All right, let's do the review. So, Brandon, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Alright, what did you think of the movie Stowaway? Starting off with the story plot. So, overall, the writing, the story, and plot was relatively good. Um, The only thing I'll have to complain that relates to the plot itself was how slow it was because there wasn't a lot of action. So, it's more of a story-based 
film that doesn't that only in like a few scenes only has mm-hmm. like one elongated scene like two smaller scenes has a lot of stuff going well, on. Well, if you think about it too, they're on, they're they're in space. They're in space. They, they, they don't have a, guns or they don't. They're have in a, a small little section of a ship. So there wasn't there. Don't expect a fight scene because <laughs> there's no fight scene. No John Wick comes into space and nope, cr- crashes, and ch- crashes, crashes into the satellite. Yep, none of that. Um, but I thought the story was pretty good. The plot was pretty good aside from being slow. Um, I stood awake to understand all of it. Good. <laughs> and, yeah. For the acting and characters, the acting was decent. I couldn't really say that any of them deserved, like, top tier acting or whatever but they were uh, they were pretty good at least for the movie and plus there wasn't a lot of like emotional I mean there was emotion and all that but there wasn't like any like fight scene action or uh, acting so and for the characters I thought some of them were had a nice backstory not a lot of backstory aside from uh, Michael he had um, the backstory where he was he has all the family and all that sister and whatever yeah but the rest of the characters, uh, three of the characters, didn't really have a big backstory other than um, was the male's name, the dude's name, uh, Daniel Day Kim's yeah. character. I don't remember his name. In the I th- movie. Yeah, but he, uh, he had some of a backstory where he was researching, but then they got to the part where he had to sacrifice the algae, which basically David, yeah, David, David d- where he had to basically sacrifice and all uh, the the algae and then like ruin his like two years of work or whatever oh yeah mm-hmm. um so there was some good character deve- but there wasn't a lot of character development other than like just them like accepting the fact something's gonna happen basically just whatever yeah special effects and cinematography I felt was really good because most space movies are really good sometimes with special effects and cinematography because you had the tether scene where it was like climbing in the background and he had the scenes where you could see earth from the window and all that mm-hmm. that was all pretty good cinematography when it was in the ship there wasn't much cinematography but when it was outside it was pretty good action there was really no action other than maybe what you could consider the tether scene where it was yep. just climbing up and down but that was where she opens the door to get into the oxygen room, but then the door falls into the void, and she drops a can later. Mm-hmm. Um, so really not much action other than that, and the beginning where it had the rocket launch. And music, music was pretty good, but it wasn't like super like apparent, but it, it was in the, it was definitely in the background. You could tell there was a theme and all that, but yeah. So, okay. my rating for this uh, stowaway film, uh, twenty twenty one. Um, is a 3.5 out of 5. Nice. Um, it, it was slow, but it, I wouldn't give it a 4 because 4 would be relatively high, but 3 would be relatively low for, like, I thought it was was a pretty good movie, but it was just slow and that's pretty much a major problem. Um, and relatively short, it kind of ends in a cliffhanger, but that kind of doesn't really matter. It kind of does leave it, yeah, leave it in a cliffhanger. We thought there would be more. You know, they they land on Mars. They get back rescue mission, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. But we don't really. What get... they do with the body? How they get it back in? Like obviously she's outside. Yeah, she she. So just, how they bring her back in? She falls down, floats away. Yeah, and she just float away because none of that scenes. So who knows? So yeah, three point five. Uh, it's I would recommend the movie. 
somewhat if you like story-based slow movies, but... (laughs) If you like story-based slow movies, that's a good movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. but if you want, if you're looking for, like, an action movie where you want, like, John Wick killing people, it's not that movie. Or Godzilla. Here's what I'll say. So you said if it's a story-based slow movie, you'd recommend it. Slow, slow slow-moving story-based. Okay. One of the movies we watched recently, Nomadland. Slow... Moving, moving story based but we pushed that as a 4.5 which was really fucking good yeah so it kind of depends what the story is focusing about and how emotional and all those people and characters true so I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not fighting you on, on your thing there but it also depends on if you're interested in that genre of science fiction based, thriller yeah compared to like a cross country nomad doing something that not many people do. Not many people would do the science fiction stuff either. Yeah. I'm just saying. Very good review, Brandon. Thank you for that. And I'm going to do mine Yuppers. right now, too. So Brandon gave it a 3.5. As for me, story and plot, I thought the story and the plot was actually pretty good. Um, the, the whole going to Mars and then, you know, all of a sudden there is a guy in the ceiling, which that kind of doesn't really make sense because obviously if you're going to do a mission to Mars, you are going to do an over major inspection inspection of the entire thing and especially where your carbon dioxide crap is at. And how there is a guy in the ceiling... I don't don't think they ever explained that, but I think they did, but I don't know. They said he was up there working and then... Yeah, they didn't say what happened. What, someone close on them? Oh! Yeah, and then how did he get unconscious? And then he got poisoned by the sea. And the fact that then they do the mission up there, and he's obviously bouncing around and going crazy. He doesn't have a helmet on. He has none of that, which everybody else does. So there's some holes right there in that whole little situation of him being stowaway. So that kind of was like, eh, it's kind of cheesy, but you know, it's part of the movie. Um, Yeah. So there's that. As for the acting and the characters. Kind of cliche characters. You have the young girl who's the, you know, the science... Was she a scientist? What was she? Uh, Medical researcher, Zoe. You have the biologist, David Kim, the Asian guy. You have the older lady, the commander, Marina Barnett. Uh, Kind of cliche characters. Like Brandon said, there wasn't much of a uh, character development. There was a little bit of a backstory on each of them. I like, though, Zoe's uh, backstory where she signed up just to think it was a joke so she could be told that she would be uh, denied. Dies in space. No, not dies in space. Well, I know, but But she... She she would be denied because she she thought it would be a joke to tell her kids in the future. So I thought that was pretty pretty cool. But then she ends up dying in space. Yeah, she ends up dying in space (laughs) so she could tell her kids that when she gets older. Yeah. (laughs) You're horrible. So, special effects cinematography. The special effects, actually, I don't think were that good except for the um, skywalk that they did. Um, Really, the special effects was just the outside um, stars in the Earth in the background, but I thought the whole thing of them tethering and climbing up and down the poles and doing all that, that was pretty cool. The cinematography, though, there wasn't much in terms of different angles or anything cool like that. It was just basic shots yeah and obviously shooting this on a um you know stage where they probably had to do all this uh you know non-gravity stuff that's got to be the tough part yeah but then they could do different angles they could have 
uh, different things going on. The solar flare thing that happened at the end, that was kind of cool because you had the different colors like flying yeah. at her and like stuff like that. Like Aurora Borealis. Yeah, it's like a, flying through an Aurora Borealis thing. <laughs> As Brandon said, the action, there wasn't really much except for the tether scene outside where she, you know, climbed up, slid down, dropped the thing. Oh, no, sad, boo. Huh? You heard me cry. I even said, well, you even called yeah, it out before yeah. it happened, but so did I. Yeah, it was like, oh, maybe she's the there, thing's going to knock into the solar panel and knock out the power. Because they were both Daniel, or um, Daniel, David, Kim, and uh, Zoe were climbing up, and they had their the one tank in between them on a rope going up with them. And Brandon's like, well, what happens if it gets caught or falls off? I'm like, well, there you go. There's your answer. Two minutes later, it falls. You're so, mean. boom. <laughs> so it was kind of predictable to that point. Yeah. Um, what wasn't predictable was obviously the end that, that Zoe was the one that sacrificed herself and how it happened. Music, I'm going to say this. A lot of the bed music bed was a little too loud. Yeah, I'd say the same, but I like it. <clears throat> a little too loud at times. It could have been a little bit lower that the music mixer eh, could have probably done a little bit better. There was no actual like mute, good music music. It was just music bed, bed kind of yeah. building up, kind of stuff like that. And what was the movie we said recently were... Tenant. That, but no. Uh, if Nomadland had a sound bed, it would have screwed things up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. So this movie could have probably done a without a lot of the music. You even said this too. Jurassic Park, the original. Yeah, there was no, there was no music in the... Think about that. So if this movie would have not had all that music as a sound bed, do you think it would have been more probably. personal? Probably, yeah. So there's my thought on that one. I, I mean, yes, I did fall asleep a few times through it, and I did miss some parts. But if there was no music, you'd probably fall asleep through the whole thing. I would have, but <laughs> that's okay. So my rating, Brandon gave it a 3.5. I am going to give it a 2.5. Oh, <laughs> disagreement. A disagreement. Finally, by we one. get it by one full It's point. like 4.5 no, there's still a big difference. It's one, it's one full point. Four, First five. time in a while we've had a you know one full point disagreement. I mean, I would have to rewatch it again to try to figure out the whole story, but I shouldn't have to. Well, you fell asleep, so that's your but problem. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I did fall asleep during that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. Would I recommend it? Probably not. If it's one of those that you're sitting around on a you know, Wednesday night and you have nothing to do and you have Netflix on and you're flipping through, you're like, oh, Anna Kendrick. Okay, cool. I'll watch this. She's cute as hell. I like her <laughs> in commercials and whatever she's in. She's really cool. So I actually thought she was the best character in the whole thing. Everybody else was like a cliche character. She had that little bubbly personality and, yeah. hey, let's not kill him. Let's save him and talk a little bit more about getting through this. Yeah. So. You're mean. <sighs> so yeah, 2.5 from me, 3.5 from Brandon. That is Stowaway 2021 film. Film. So there is that. And uh, Brandon, what do we have on the agenda for the rest of today? I'll have to interview you for uh, a school project. Yes. We might go drone flying if the wind isn't trying to kill the make the drone fly into <laughs> us and kill us. Yes. What else do we have? Uh, farmer's market? Uh, farmer's market and lunch. Gym? Gym. Maybe a walk? Who's Jim? Who's Jim? <laughs> it's the place we work out no, at. No, no, no. 
Well, Jim is not place. He's <laughs> and then in two weeks, what movie will we be Quiet reviewing? Quiet Place 2, finally. We'll after coming after out a year and a half. On Friday, May 28th, it finally comes out a year plus after the pandemic. And then we will be reviewing it on Saturday, May 19th, or 29th. And then it'll be up on the 30th. My sister's birthday, by the way, mm. is Auntie Lindsay's birthday, May 30th. Yeah. So, we will be back here in two weeks, and until then, make sure you check out all of the other 30 episodes that we have done by going to badassproductions1.com, on demand, go to the E2B2 podcast tab, you can click that, you can listen to any of the previous shows, even the first one that was pretty bad because Brandon was very raw. I was... Yeah, I was... First you were raw. Few, first few episodes, I was... Think about this. Quiet. You, you went from your ums, ums, ums on every ep- everything you said to actually having a great personality doing the show. Um. And um, you're kind of taking over. Um, 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 um. Yeah. Um, you remember um, Remember um, when I sat there you, you with ed- you? Yeah, you edit out like all the ums. Like 35 ums. 30? It had to have been in the 30s. I, could, I don't remember exactly. What was it? Was. The last episode that we ever did the editing out of the ums. I said we should make a episode collage of the ums, like a blooper. <laughs> but after that, we never had the ums. Yeah, you here. stopped because then you started actually getting we should, acclimated. We, yeah, we should have still done the, you know, the thing of the ums. I could still go through and kind of find some stuff. But the ums, you removed all the ums in the first podcast, so you don't have the original audio file. That's true, I don't. So we're Maybe we're going to just re- re-record a, <laughs> that first one and no. say um. Maybe we just rewatch the movie and just... Yeah, re- re- yeah re-watch. What was the first movie we ever did? What was it? Do you remember? There was... It's Endgame. Endgame, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh-huh. Star Wars. Star Wars. John Wick was the third movie we ever did. Yeah, Star Wars. I think it was Last Jedi. Yep. It, it. two. No, good it, boys. It, it, it was definitely either Endgame. No, Endgame was the very first one we ever did. Oh, I don't know. Rewatch Godzilla. We should. We should rewatch it. Well, it's. I'm gonna give it the same rating. New Godzilla movie. How about that? We can rewatch the 2014. Oh. You haven't. I don't think you have ever seen the 2014. We one. should. We should rewatch that. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, make sure you guys check out Stowaway for those that want to see it. Also, like I said, we both highly recommend Cradle to the Stage, yeah. the Dave Grohl documentary. There's It's a series, and there's a bunch of different uh, musicians on there. I saw Getty Lee from Rush is going to be on there. You have Pharrell. I forgot who else. I saw Brandy Carlisle, I think it was. I'm not sure who else sure. was on there. But yeah, check that out. It was on Paramount Plus uh, streaming service, and then Stowaway was on Netflix, uh, we had a few other movies that we thought about reviewing this weekend, but we ended up not going to go see it. One was Army of the Dead with uh, Batista, Dave Batista. What was the other one? I have no idea. I think there was another one with Angelina Jolie, but that kind of looked hokey as hell. What was that one called? <clears throat> they, I think they want me dead or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked really stupid. But anyway, we are going to be back here. Make sure you're following Brandon all over his social media on uh, Twitter. Yep. At Paleozoic Productions and Paleozoic Productions on Twitter and YouTube. Twitter and YouTube. Evan J. Thomas on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Badass Productions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And also the E2B2 podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. And I'm still thinking he and I should do a video version of this show. No. 
Yes. No. Yes, and put it up on YouTube. No. You can look at our ugly asses and, you know. No. Actually, you never know. It might be good-looking people to people. <laughs> That's a funny joke. <laughs> good-looking people to people? What? Hey, you're, whatever. You're sore. All right, well, we are heading out. Brandon has to uh, interview me, and then we are going to enjoy our Sunday. It is beautiful outside. You guys do the same. And until next time, what do we always say, Brandon? Keep him chimping. Rock on. Ah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, funny. <laughs>